0: We're Matt and Jenna.
1: And this is the Homemade Houses
0: podcast. So thank you for finding us. You've come to the right place if you are a first-time buyer and you're struggling to get on the market or on the ladder because basically you can't afford it. Or even if you already have a house and you just want to find a way to live more affordably.
1: In future episodes, we'll be looking at alternative affordable ways to own a home. And we'll be speaking with people that have made the leap already, starting with us.
0: Yeah, so why are we making this podcast? Well, we've moved around quite a bit, haven't we, between us? Yeah. Lived in lots of different homes.
1: We certainly have.
0: And for quite a while we wanted to own our own house, get onto the property ladder. And in 2015? Yeah. 2015, uh, we were renting in Norwich. And we decided we were going to save and buy a house. It seemed very daunting, the amount of money you got to save for a deposit. Somehow we managed to do it with five and a half thousand.
1: Well, we, that's because of the government scheme helped to buy here in the UK.
0: Sure. And it seems like a tiny amount now to, mm. to, to think it could be done with that. Um, but yeah, with that, we bought a one-bedroom flat in Norwich And we were quite happy for a little while.
1: Yeah, until the neighbours started stomping about.
0: Yeah, but that's a different matter. (laughs) I think after a couple of years, it wasn't everything it lived up to be, was it? No. And I think we were both working a lot. You was working three jobs. I was working a full-time job. And it just felt like we were constantly working, never really had much time or money to ourselves. And... We felt like we needed to change things.
1: And this wasn't an expensive place to live either. Norwich is cheaper anyway than London or some more yeah. popular big cities. Um, our mortgage wasn't any more than rent that we'd been paying, but it just suddenly felt like a really big thing that we were doing, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I think the bad thing was, even though our mortgage was only 500 or pound a month, only about 140 pound of that was going towards paying off our mortgage and equity to ourselves. Yeah, sort so 80% of, of it was interest to the bank. And so we didn't feel like we was making that much sort of improvement.
1: Yeah, every time we did the maths, we sort of would work out oh we earn we uh, we own four more bricks this month because we've bought four more bricks even though we've paid out to own half the house basically.
0: Yeah, so we started to think about how we could make a change and what we ended up doing was quitting our jobs, putting our house up for sale and using what money we did have to buy a van, convert it into a camper van and we went round Europe for seven months in our off-grid camper van.
1: Yep, so we had solar panels, we had jerry cans for water, we had a lovely... Bucket for a toilet. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't
0: it? Yep. <laughs> Toileting like a hamster with our sawdust. Yes. Um, and that was an experience that taught us a lot about what we need, what we don't, and what, you know, what we can live without. And even though it was only one solar panel, it was enough to power the majority of our electronics. We couldn't use the laptop all the time. But I think.
1: And we had to plan our time so that we could, if we felt like we wanted to watch a movie that night, we had to plan it out, didn't we? We weren't allowed to use the electric in the rest of the van yeah. if we wanted a film.
0: And of course, it was weather dependent. If it was a cloudy day, we weren't going to have enough yeah, to watch a film. Um, and then also visiting Jenna's parents in France and seeing how they're off the gas grid. And obviously, we were using the gas canister and that lasted us for such a long time and it lasted them for such a long time, it began to open our eyes to how it is possible to live off-grid, and we came back with a picture in our mind that we'd be able to come back, convert something a little bit bigger than what our van was, maybe buy a bit of land, because that would cost nowhere near as a house, apparently, in our heads.
1: We'll go into that at a later date.
0: And, yeah, that, that was the plan for when we got back. But when we did get back, and we did our research and we looked into how we can do things, it became clear that it was a lot more difficult to do that, mainly because of the land issue and then all the planning permission and everything like that.
1: And find, finding the land. let you know, Never mind the price of the land. Just finding somewhere that you legally can build on and that's not classed as different kind of belts. There's brown belt, there's green belt, there's... um. renovations um there's
0: ground belt there's green there's
1: start that again yeah
0: i'm gonna go on and take two
1: there's brown belt there's green belt there's renovations there's so many different places that you can look for land but you never know what you actually can do with it
0: so yeah so now we're making this podcast because it's going to force us more to get out and explore what the options are because I'm sure there are people out there um, in the UK that have found that alternative, more affordable way of living. And we want to find them, go talk to them, find out how they did it, get the ins and outs, talk the numbers, and share it with you guys so that more of us can do that sort of thing.
1: And also, it's good to share knowledge, you know, get ideas from people, even. If they've got a narrow boat, you can still take an idea of something that they've done and put that in a caravan, for instance. You know, it doesn't have to be segregated into different kinds of places.
0: You're th- thinking conversion wise, mm. sort of.
1: Yeah, and sustainability with solar and different ways to get that or different suppliers, even. Going from leisure batteries to generators to gas canisters to mains hookups.
0: Yeah. And don't think it's all going to be about being off grid. Um, Sometimes it might not be. Sometimes it might just be a way to own an actual house or self-build a house in a more affordable way and how they got the land and the permission and all those sort of things.
1: It's always nice to be eco-friendly too. Yeah. Do you have anything to say now, dear?
0: I think that sums it up. Ah, good. Okay. So, yeah. If you're interested in what we're going to be finding out, subscribe to this podcast, however you found it, whatever platform you're using to listen to this. Also head to homemadehouses.com where we're going to be blogging, uh, posting videos. You'll find links to all our socials and yeah, stay tuned.
1: And if you want to take part in the podcast, please let us know by contacting us through the website.
0: Yeah. We'll be speaking to you again soon. See you later. Bye.